Hello and welcome to Square Dots Podcast. So Nick, tell us a bit about yourself. Yeah, my name is Nick Leeson. I'm um, from Puerto Rico, 36 years old, and I'm one of the co-founders of Lyft. Here in Puerto Rico, we build, we're dedicated to building hydrofoils for surfing and our e-foils, which is the electric version of the, of the hydrofoils, kind of a magic surfboard that flies over the water, uh, battery powered. We've been doing this for over 10 years. And just recently, um, I would say maybe gaining some recognition uh, with our product, getting it out there, just kind of finally expanding the the world of uh, of hydrofoils. And uh, yeah, been having a lot of fun doing that. Okay, so I'm very familiar with hydrofoiling, but I'm sure some people listening won't. So yeah, so hydrofoiling, yeah, hydrofoils uh, have a vast use in the in the kind of the marine industry. They're basically they're winged keels go on the underside of a surfboard or a sailboat or a motorboat. Um, it was actually, you know, hydrofoils were invented by like Alexander Graham Bell, the, you know, the inventor of the telephone. So this is how far back it goes. It's basically an airplane that goes through the water, right? And it, it lifts the boat or the board off the water. And so they've been, they've been experimenting with this for a long time. The Navy did a lot of work on hydrofoils in like the 50s and 60s. They built some incredible boats that were flying up over the water. Um, a lot of people are familiar with hydrofoils that maybe they've been on a on a ferry um, that's up on hydrofoils and they wouldn't know just what's so unique about them because it's so smooth when you're up flying over the water. Um, and in our world, hydrofoils have been kind of taking off in, in the world of surfing. And it, it kind of started with uh, the wake sports lake sports they had what was called like the the sky ski or the air chair it was like a, a pretty much a seat with a hydrofoil underneath it that got pulled behind a boat and and people were flying in a seated position behind the boat and they were jumping the wake doing backflips and stuff and that's been around for decades it kind of slowly moved into the world of surfing uh got into the hands of laird hamilton and his friends and they um they basically tore the seat off threw a surfboard on it and they, they put like snowboard boots on it and they were riding big waves. So it never really caught on for the masses because, you know, these guys were absolutely nuts. And then it, it kind of trickled into the world of, of kite surfing. You know, when the kites were flying, people were pulling themselves behind kites and they were using lighter weight hydrofoils and they were flying up over the water. And it was kind of enhancing the experience of, of what could be done. Um, and we started to see it a lot in sailboats. Uh, if anybody follows like the America's Cup, sailing races which is like you know the most prestigious or one of the most prestigious forms of, of sailboat racing uh very innovative and all those boats now are on hydrofoils they're they're getting up these, these massive boats are getting up over the water and just going at incredible speeds and so now it's gone a little bit more mainstream surfing uh, which you know traditional surfing you're on a point break or a beach break or something you get a short ride the hydrofoil just enhances the way that you can surf because it's so efficient you're you're flying over the water not on the water and you're 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 gliding and you can just connect multiple waves you can ride open ocean swells a, a small wave is a lot of fun what used to like not be as fun is really fun um it, and then you know what we've done too is well not everybody's a surfer not everybody's going to um, be able to participate in, in such a sport and we've created the the efoil which is an electric version of that surfboard so it's it, it carries a lithium battery pack 
and a wireless hand controller uh, where you can control your throttle. And it's actually, you know, surprisingly easy to use, really fun. And it's kind of a blend between a, a personal watercraft and a surfboard uh, because you can go uh, relatively long distances, you know, over 20 miles uh, on one battery charge. And so it really allows you to go out and explore in this really unique way where you're up flying over the water or through over the chop. It's quiet, um, it's really smooth, and it's like, it's part surfing, part flying, you know, part magic carpet. Um, it's just a really cool, unique feeling. So again, hydrofoils, long history to them, but now just starting to become more mainstream um, in the world of sports. And, and with these, you know, using today's modern technology of uh, electric power and, and wireless controllers and all that cool stuff, uh, it's just becoming more accessible for people. And it is uh, a great and amazing feeling when you're when you're hydrofoiling. Uh, when did you start surfing? Yeah, I mean, well, we're surfers. <laughs> We've been. Um, I was I was born and raised here in Puerto Rico um, to an American family that uh, immigrated down here a long time ago in the in the 70s. And um, my my dad's a surfer, and he taught us when we were young. You know, we started surfing when we were when I was four years old, and um, we got into all the sports. We were we were into all the water sports. We were surfing, we were windsurfing. When kite surfing came out, we were flying kites. And then we liked to ski and snowboard and, and ride bikes and paraglide. And we're just kind of, you know, sport sporting enthusiasts. So we're always looking for uh, fun things to do, you know, and fun adventures. Like for us, that's what it's all about. Um, that's Those are like, you know, one of the joys in life. Um, I studied mechanical engineering because I, I, love, I love math, I love physics. Um, I really wanted to understand kind of how um, a wing works. You know, I was kind of fascinated with my with my windsurfing sails, and um, and so this one just kind of came together when when I kind of discovered hydrofoiling for the first time. Um, we we became very passionate about learning how to build one, and um, it just kind of turned into an obsession. You know, just learning how to build a hydrofoil and then getting out and riding it. And making it better and then we got into racing and we wanted to be faster you know and, and we were just having a lot of fun with it and so it naturally we just kind of fell in the position you know all the things that we love to do in life uh just kind of came together into um into the sport and it's kind of what we're still after you know is just making fun toys that we can go out and um, and enjoy in our backyard lift foils makes foils and electric foils right yeah, so we basically have two lineups. Our, our main product, our, our kind of bread and butter is the electric hydrofoil, the e-foil. That is the, the focus of our business. It, you know, it requires a lot of work on our part to put that together. And, and most of the, the customers, you know, that's what they can do. That's what they can access. We also build our searching foils, which are non-powered hydrofoils. And the wings, um, the wings are the same. They're all interchangeable one to the other, but the surfing is more of a passion project because we're out we're out surfing almost daily on our foils and um, always, you know, looking for a new evolution, something new to build. So, and it, it really trickles down into what we build for our e-foils. So they go, they go hand in hand. Can you surf with the e-foil? You can surf with the e-foil. Yeah, we build, um, we build some accessories for that. We make like a folding propeller. So when you let off the throttle, the blades kick back uh, immediately and you, you reduce all the drag on the motor. And so you can you can motor your way into a swell or a, or a breaking wave 
let off the throttle and the, the foil will keep gliding if you're just flying along. Well, you were saying um, that it was that you're out foiling. It was hard to learn what kind of foiling were you doing? Well, um, I started with foiling board. It, I think it was soup, uh, like paddle surf. Okay. But uh, we were towing it from from a boat. Yeah, I mean that, and that's a challenging way to to foil it. There, it certainly does take practice um, and learning. I mean, that's how we did it. Um, if you're really adventurous, you're going to figure it out. It's going to be there's going to be a big reward behind it. Um, because you're, you know, it's very dynamic. You're, if you're riding a wave, and you're learning how to hydrofoil, that's hard. Or if you're, if you're flying a sail of any kind, a windsurfer or a kite, and you're learning how to hydrofoil at the same time, there's just a lot of multitasking going on, and it can be, um, it can be challenging, but really fun, right? With the, uh, with the efoil, that's what's kind of unique about it, and why it appeals to more of a mainstream market is because it's more, it's simplified, so you're focusing on one thing. And you can go out in really flat water conditions, which really just make it smooth and easy. And we get people up and riding on their first session. Um, you know, within 20, 30 minutes, I can have somebody doing touch and goes, you know, flying, riding the board in the water, kind of gaining control. And so it's it's kind of a, it's a really unique way to learn how to hydrofoil and get that like sensation under your feet of flying so that you feel comfortable. And you can really transition from there into the the surfing sports and the wind sports if that's what your uh, ultimate goal was. Yeah, so that's that's fast. I mean, faster than I expected because it took me. Oh yeah. It took me a while to get um, up on the on the uh, being towed by a boat. Then windsurf. I'm I'm more experienced uh, with windsurfing, so it took me a little bit less time. Yeah. It, um well, because on the windsurfer, you you can control your own power. Yeah. When you're behind a boat, you're not controlling your, your power. You know, the driver is. Yeah. Um, and that's where, like, even on the e-foil, you have power at your fingertip. So you can really just, you can throttle up, throttle back um, as you need it. And that just changes everything significantly. Uh, what, what's the range in, in the battery? Yeah, so it, it kind of varies on how you ride it, um, you know, because we have a variety of wing setups. And, like, you can go out and ride really aggressively. Um, and you could, you know, you could potentially burn a battery in, in 40 minutes, uh, but it would be, you know, quite the ride where you're really gripping the board going fast. Um, and then I can, I can switch up components. I can put on like more efficient wings, uh, that are like kind of gliders and, and more efficient kind of propulsion components, different like propellers and stuff. And I can ride that board almost about two hours, just kind of cruising along, wow. um, you get like 24 miles out of it. That's a long ride on a foil. It is, yeah. Yeah, your legs. Run yeah, out. your legs run out before the battery does. Um, yeah, I mean it's a it's a long ride for sure. How, how many how many efoils are out there? Like, how many have you sold? Uh, we've sold several thousand. Wow. Yeah, well, we've been shipping since 2018, and um, interest has been growing quite a bit. You know, it's just starting to starting to catch on here. Get a little more mainstream. So tell us through through the story of how this um, electric foil became became a thing, really. Yeah, it's an interesting story there. Um, what we were building, like I mentioned before, we were building. We had a a factory where we were building custom boards. Uh, we were doing mainly stand up paddle boards, like racing boards, all carbon fiber, uh, beautifully painted uh, racing boards. 
And so we were, we were learning how to work with, with carbon fiber and, and that kind of stuff. We were kind of getting honed in on our skills there. And I was also building a lot of hydrofoils for kite surfing. Um, and again, we were building everything from scratch. So we're learning a lot about the, the designs and, and the construction. Um, we were flying up behind the kites. And I had a, I had a friend of mine who kind of came to me with the idea of, of putting like a hobby motor on um on the foil he kind of he wanted to like propel himself around and we kind of we jumped into a conversation of you know is that possible how much power would it take you know are there is there a motor out there what size is the propeller um what kind of battery do you need like all all those like huh question mark like is this thing actually going to work and it was just one of those conversations that we have a lot of times that you know all sorts of ideas kind of come across the desk there and and it was interesting and then it kind of lost a little bit of momentum there, you know. Then we, I was, I was traveling, and uh, I was in the mountains in a in an altered state of mind, and it just, it just hit me hard there. Just kind of like had a good visual of what that product could actually be, and what that product could do, and you know, I just felt really confident about it and really excited about it, and um, I just decided to to really go for it. And so I, I came home from, uh, from my travels and, uh, and I just said, look, here's what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to, uh, we're going to have to kind of sacrifice some of the things that we're working on and, and maybe take the business in a different direction and start to build this and start to work on it. And, um, and I, off we went on the journey to building a prototype and, and learning about all the different components and finding engineers and suppliers that could support us, um, uh, to do that which is a hard thing to do because it, there was nothing, there was nothing to reference at that point. You know, um, you're building it from scratch and nobody's seen it before. And it's a concept that's hard for people to, to visualize. And so it's hard to, you know, we were, and we were a small little, you know, we were a garage shop. We were, we were a small business. So people don't take you seriously. You know, when you, when you go out and say, Hey, I want to build this thing. I want to do that. It's, it's not until later when you have a reputation that, somebody will, will kind of back you up and you have to really be convincing um, to, to get somebody to focus in their, their time and, and help you out, you know, and all those components had to be custom made. Um, but we, we put together a really rough prototype and we, we managed to get up and ride for even just a couple of seconds, you know, a, a few minutes uh, at most. And it was enough to see that there was something really magic behind it and that it was that it was possible and then we really dug in and and started building the product and we had no idea honestly what we were getting ourselves into because the product was a lot more complicated than you would think you know everybody's like oh it's easy right you got a battery and a motor and an actual or no no problem it's not that easy <laughs> you know it's it's really complex and it's and it's there's a lot of contradicting parameters there you know, you got this lithium ion battery, but you're in a marine environment, lithium and water, they don't mix, you know, and electro, uh, electronics, you know, in water, they don't mix. And you have tight spaces, but you want a lot of power and you, you have a lot of stresses, but you want um, components that are thin and strong. And so all these things are just like, they're, uh, they counter each other. And to find that, that perfect balance and find an architecture that, that worked uh, was a big challenge and and we had no idea that it was going to take us as much energy as it did and, and cost us as much as it did um, but we just kind of we pushed through 
you know, with a little bit of luck and a lot of perseverance, we, we made it happen. When we launched a product, when it finally came down to it, you know, when I, when I started, I was thinking, you know, like my old man, who's my partner, he was like, well, how much do you think this thing's gonna cost? I'm like, oh, I don't know, six grand, you know? And we got <laughs> into it and I was like, okay, sorry, this thing's gonna be more like eight grand. Oh my goodness, eight grand. You think somebody's gonna buy it? I don't know. We got into it even further. I'm like, sorry, this thing's gonna be more like 12 grand. And everybody was like, what? You're nuts, you're crazy. Nobody's gonna pay for that, you know, like absolutely nuts. Like it, it's just not gonna happen. I'm like, that's what it's gonna have to be. I mean, all this stuff is to do it right is expensive, you know? And um, and we did a launch on online and it just went, it was super popular. I mean, like we, you know, we, we put out these videos and stuff and we filmed it in a really creative way that kind of showed the magic of the product and, and what is achievable. And it got like a hundred million hits. It just got shared all over the place. Um, all the footage went, you know, really viral. And we were just like, wow, what did we just do? You know, what have we created? And, and people were signing up. They were like, yep, sign me up. I want one. Um, and so we had kind of the confidence to, to move forward, but it was definitely tricky. It was stressful. It was, um, it was interesting. It was, it was an experience for sure. And, and here we are today and we're still trying to like, you know, make it better and, and, um, solve problems. And there's, we just, we're constantly, we haven't slowed down at all, you know, and that, that feeling of progression and, and, and that stress and, you know, like to, to build it better and, and what it can be, you know, cause it's still, it still has a lot of ways to a lot of room to grow. What things are you, are you working on? Oh, all sorts of stuff all sorts of stuff. I mean, we're um, constantly trying to improve the ride. You know, everybody wants it lighter, faster, you know, longer range, um, more simplistic, you know, there's, there's always areas to improve. And those are really big challenges, you know, and it's not just challenges for us and our business, but it's like challenges for the whole electric industry. I mean, if you look at cars right now, uh, look at what they're doing, right? They're trying to solve the same problems that we are. Um, yeah. And, and they'll probably, they'll solve it first, you know, and, and hopefully some of that technology um, trickles down into the product so that we can come up with a creative way to incorporate it into, into our product. But we're changing the way that people cruise over the water, whether you're, whether you're really sporty, you know, and you're doing like crazy sporty things, um, or you're just, you just like to go explore and tour around. You know, we are changing the way that that is accomplished. We'll soon be pushing into industries that have been around for a long time that desperately need change. And people don't actually recognize that yet, but you know, after it's kind of hit, it'll be become very apparent. Like, oh, look at what these guys did, what, you know? What are some of these industries? Look at Wave Runners. I mean, goodness gracious. Those things are like, they're super heavy. You need a trailer, a boat ramp, four guys to launch it loud it stinks it's yeah. um you know they're not even that fun to ride quite frankly and um but that's like that's like common personal watercraft um and here we are we have a surfboard uh this electric that'll take you just as far as you really want to go on a ride and it's way more fun and it's it's quiet it's environmentally friendly you're not bothering the the neighborhood you're not making a wake you're having more fun riding it you're, you're cruising around and you stuff it in the back of your car and it's easy to like take it down the beach. You'll actually, you'll use it a lot more. You'll, because you can charge your battery, uh, no problem. You'll ride it multiple times in a day versus once 
every couple of months. That's a big, uh, that's a big change in the way that we explore over the water. So, um, can you, can someone, well, can you or, or someone, anyone, um, do some tricks on this thing? Yeah. I mean, really <laughs> certainly you have to kind of just, you can have to decide or, or describe what a trick is. I think for me, you know, the coolest thing is just cruising and carving a beautiful turn. You know, I think that's like the ultimate feel, um, you know, it's just surfing like that. It, it's the essentials is carving that beautiful turn. And I, that's like number one with the e-foil you can, you can jump, you can get some air. Um, you might even, if you're, if you're really skilled, you might, you know, pull off a couple maneuvers and stuff like that. Um, and it's a little more difficult on the e-foil because it's, it's, it's heavy. Um, as a surfboard, it's heavy. As a personal watercraft, it's very light. Um, and I think that more, you know, I think that as the sport develops, there's going to be more people doing fancy things like that. But um, yeah, you could certainly do some tricks. But I think right now the bigger focus is just cruising. So with the kite, uh, we are getting massive air on the foils. And, um, you know, I, I have a couple friends that were just incredible on the foils. And, and you saw it even back in the day with the sky ski and the air chair. If you watch those guys, those guys are on a metal hydrofoil too. And they're just doing like multiple backflips, um, you know, big 360s. They get a lot of, they get big air behind the boat. So I think the foil just enhances uh, performance on the water because you have so much speed, you have leverage and you'll see you know, we're starting to see it in the world of surfing now. So now all these kids are starting to do the aerials. They're strapped in and they're they're doing aerials and flips and 360s. Um, that's just going to trickle down into the the motorsports as well. So it has a motor. It goes in the water. Do you need a license for it? Don't need a license, but in the United States, you have to register your board as a personal watercraft. So you need um, technically you need like stickers on the on the board that you can easily get at the at the dmv really what it comes down to is paying taxes that's what the government wants they want their cut and they'll give you your stickers and um what was the like biggest challenge in in designing this whole board all of it <laughs> um there's man there was yeah there was a challenge at every corner it still is um you know a battery pack is very challenging it's it's not like everybody's like oh yeah batteries there's tons of batteries out there yeah and no, um, this is not your hobby battery. This is not your e-bike battery pack. Um, you know, this is a marine grade battery uh, pack, you know, for rugged use with automotive controls, you know, in the battery management systems. It, it holds a lot of power. It's a, in a small space. That was challenging. All the electronics, getting everything balanced out, you know, finding the balance between the, um, your propulsion like all the different components, that was challenging. A wireless hand controller that's waterproof did not exist. We we invented it. Um, and one that works out in a saltwater environment with carbon fiber boards and stuff, extremely challenging. Um, you're just running into all, like I said earlier, contradictions, you know, things that just really work against each other. Then, and we had to find solutions to uh, to overcome that. And even the hydrofoils themselves, you know, they are, it's a tricky build with um, carbon fiber. They just get a lot of loads, but they're thin. You want them strong, rigid. Um, 
everything in there is is completely custom made so it's it was it, it's it was a big project and it continues to be a big project as we as we try to evolve the the product into something that's more simplistic you know smaller lighter weight and and safer all that stuff is just man it just keeps challenging you every day how, how much does the uh battery pack weigh? i mean i guess uh, generally batteries are quite heavy right yeah the battery pack is is about half the weight our um our pack carries a lot of battery power in there it's um it's a larger pack it's a 2.1 kilowatt hour and it comes in at about 29 pounds and um, i have some other battery packs that i'll be launching here shortly i've been riding them for over a year now but um just with lesser battery uh that, that weigh less because you know now as as everything's more efficient too with the uh, with our wings and our motors and stuff as we as we gain efficiencies on that part of the design then we don't need as much battery to ride for uh, for 45 minutes and 45 minutes is a nice ride you know that's that's kind of what i go out for I, i'll ride 30 40 minutes uh, what about signing like foils and wings because how does that work designing foils and wings yeah i mean i guess there's a lot of trial and error or do you use um well yeah there's been a lot of trial and error in the past i i built a lot of wings and I have now a, a lot of data to pull from. And I, you know, I do iterations in, in the design. So I don't, if I try something like totally different, chances are it's not going to work the first time, you know, I might learn something from it, but it's, it's not going to be successful. And, and I, so I take something that, that I know is working and I try to keep the things that are working well. And I try to change the, the parts that I, that I want to change about it, you know? So like, and a lot of that is just being out on the water every day and, and feeling that with my own two feet. Then I come back to the drawing board and I use, you know, I use softwares and stuff to, to drop some numbers and kind of give me an idea of like, if I change this parameter, you know, how much is that, how much is that changing the numbers to, to kind of get a scale, but I'll do, you know, I'm not going to change everything about it. I'm going to change certain aspects about it. Um, and that, you know, that's enough to just keep iterating, iterating down the path towards what you want to achieve. And it just depends on what it is that you want to achieve. You know, are you looking for something that carves harder or are you looking for something that, that, um, that is more efficient in gliding that pumps better? Or is it for a really big surf? Um, are you looking for more control? So jump in there. I dig in. I have a, a, a team of people too that are really in tune with the foils and I, I gather their feedback and what they're looking for and what they feel with the wings that we have, you know, like how does that compare? And I, I create scales uh, for those parameters on the different wings that we have. And then I go tuning and tweaking from there and, and fire away, you know, shoot from the hip, give it a, you know, build it up and run it. And if it, if it works really well, you awesome. Um, and if it for some reason doesn't work or you're like, uh, oh, kind of disappointed, then, does not pass uh, so of course it, it it's not a cheap toy uh how can i how, how can i try one before before i get one we have uh we have a network of over 300 affiliates worldwide um so we we get people out on the water every day um if you go to our website there's a uh, a link there for demo locations you, you type in your zip code and it'll pull up you know all the affiliates that are closest to you and you can go do um, do a lesson experience with them, you know, and um, they'll they'll show you a good time 
they'll get you out in the water properly. So we do that. That's, you know, because of course it's a new product, it's expensive. People want to try it. Um, and so we, we offer that service through our affiliate network to, to get out and go experience the product firsthand with them. Guys, check out the liftfoils.com go to the demo location and go, I recommend for anybody to go check it out and, um, take a ride, bring some friends, bring some family, go have a good time. If, if you, if, if you're not familiar with hydrofoiling, definitely get out there and experience it firsthand. It's pretty fun. Thank you. Thank you for coming. All right. Thanks a lot. And that's it for today. Thank you for listening. See you next Friday.